Who's Carlos Guzman? What is he doing? What is what is his business? Uh, right now? How can people, uh, if we ask about Carlos Guzman or about Carlos Guzman, what do they tell us? Um, okay, right now I um, well I'm a professional uh, translator and interpreter. Uh, been doing this for over a few years now. I um, I'm also a uh, teacher of English and Spanish and Japanese. Um, I've been doing this for quite a while already here in Fukuoka. And yeah, um, what my um, customers can tell about me maybe is I do my best to give them a product that fits the target they are trying to get to. Um, what I'm trying to say here is um, if I'm translating for a uh, Japanese company that wants to sell things in Mexico, mm -hmm. I will do my best to make a translation that's easy to understand for, for a Mexican yes, audience. Um, I, I, I think I, uh, I, I tap off all the knowledge I have uh, from working at, at many different places. And how do you educate them to talk to the Mexican audience, or do you create a uh, translation product to present to the audience? I many times I have had to to explain to them that um, what they are what they're doing is trying to to reach not everybody in the uh, Spanish speaking world, but yeah. people from a certain area. And or a certain mindset and a certain approach, right. so and more cultural study that you're using. Exactly. And I I have lots of friends from many different countries. I, I usually go and ask them, um, I'm doing this, uh, how would you say it in a way that's easy to understand for you, things like that. Yeah. So if it's uh, something for the uh, Spanish market, it's something for Peruvian market, Mexico, I, I always try to... Uh, to give them something that's as localized as possible. Because that's interesting, you know, like, uh, it's not that all, what, what we would say, all the Latin American countries below USA speak Spanish only, not, I think Brazil and one of the Guayanas, right? But even it's, uh, Spanish is the main language, there is so much difference in culture, on slang, on ways to say things, right? So About business? Is there also a different business mentality? It's, it's, it's pretty different. Um, so far, how has it been to, to teach a different way of thinking to Japanese people? That's, a, that's a, another battle because <laughs> yeah. um, many times, uh, well, the, the translation process usually works like this. I get the, the original text in Japanese, for example. I translate it into Spanish or English or whatever. Then there is another person that checks what I just wrote from the place that you're from, usually from the place, or sometimes from the company. Sometimes oh. they have somebody from Latin America, and many times I've uh, had uh, people trying to correct my my uh, translation, yeah. and I had to explain to them: Have you been to this country? Do you, do you know the way people there think? Uh, do you know they don't use this word? 
they use this other word. Yeah. Things like that. Right? So, um, um, it's in, in a way, I, I also need to uh, educate the, uh, the customer. Even when doing translations, not just not teaching, but even when you do translations, right. you need to convince, follow convincingly, explain why you chose a certain word that they think is right. inappropriate. Right. Um, and I, I, um, I do that with with these with the Japanese uh, customers, and sometimes I also have to do the same with. Uh, non-Japanese customers dealing with that, That's a point that I was really interested to, to ask you. So, how is it goes? Like, uh, do you see any difference, or, or is kind of the same type of work from Japanese companies trying to translate something to abroad? Mm -hmm. The mentality is kind of the same. You also have to I mean the same type of work that from foreigners trying to translate something to the Japanese or bring the Japanese market. Which one takes more energy? Yes. Is it more difficult to go from abroad to Japan or from Japan to abroad? Um, usually there's a, a set of expectations mm -hmm. which is different to, to each customer, right? Um, but uh, I, I would say usually the, the expectations of non-Japanese people coming here and trying to, to sell something is usually Greater, I mean, bigger. Uh, so it's more difficult to reach those expectations or to even. Yeah. I mean, are those expectations even realistic? Uh, many times. It depends. Uh, sometimes um, I've had people uh, telling me, you know, I have this product. Uh, I, I have these people from Colombia. How do they find you? Um, I have friends and friends and usually. Uh, so mostly it's worth of mouth one correction. Um, so I have these people, uh, tell me they want to sell, uh, shrimp. Oh, okay. And they send me these big pictures of, they have a, a big farm where they, uh, they, they, they're already established. Mm -hmm. They, they sell the product in Colombia, mm -hmm. Ecuador, South America, and they would like to, to, um, to sell it here, but they have no idea of, First, the, uh, the rules of, of, the, uh, of the government here. Most of the rules are made to avoid bringing anything from outside. Very yeah, right. homogenous. Right. It's, uh, it's paperwork help. Uh, requirements that are unrealistic for, for most people. Yeah. Um, so many times before we start doing business, I, I, I need to stop and tell them, uh, I'm not sure uh, this is going to work. So right off the bat, they have to give them the bad news, right? Even though they, I mean, they're offering me money to translate something to, to um, I, I have to start telling them, okay, uh, do you have a contact here? Do you, uh, do you, who's going to do all the paperwork for you? What what taught you this? What what because you come from translation background or from language background? What what made you suddenly say, "Oh, this is I know now that that the legislation doesn't suit." How come how come you know that? Um, I I used to well before coming here, I I worked for the Japanese government. Okay, in in Costa Rica. In Costa Rica. Okay, and I I worked there for five years, and one of the things I had to do was. Uh, 
I'll have to translate a lot of documents uh, from Costa Rican companies and Costa Rican institutions. Yeah. And it, um, the, the office I, I used, used to work at is they, they handle uh, the, uh, the cooperation aspect of, of Japanese policies. So um, it's a cooperation agency. Is it the Japanese embassy in Costa Rica? Uh, it's, it, it, we're not it, uh, the embassy. We're a different office. But they outsource a lot of work to you. Um, the, the Japanese government usually has uh, three different offices in each country. One is the embassy. Another one handles uh, cooperation. And there's another like one. Jetro. Jetro handles business. Yeah. Handle. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, what oh. what they do is is they're constantly looking for business chances. Yeah. And they have a a, a, a database of of companies that they are sending to Tokyo. Yeah. So if any Japanese business person wants to do business in this country, they can go to Jetro and they can. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick tip tonight. Don't try to approach Jetro from within Japan. Approach them before you come to Japan. Right. Because they just they might be different, right? Oh no, they just won't be able to help you if you if you come through Japan. It has to come from outside. And there's a very certain just also as a background advice and experience dealing with that, there's a very specific set of um, of uh, requirements you need to fulfill. One of them being you need minimum twenty employees. You need to have um, certain uh, investment capital. They basically only go after large businesses. It's kind of the, the, the matter of fact down the line. Which to me, I mean, I hope somebody from Denver is listening in at some point and can would be interested in coming on this, on this talk because my question would be, which big business would be interested in having uh, the services that only that only small businesses are looking for. They offer you some small... I think the most important thing that they offer is probably their, like you mentioned, they have database and they have a lot of um, documentation. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, they also offer like, office space and lawyers and all this, but a large company is not going to go through them to talk to lawyers. They would just hire lawyers for that. Yeah, that's true. So this is just my question towards any Zepro affiliate. But apart from that, so you, you didn't work for general, you worked for a separate entity. Right. Would be okay. Um, the handles, uh, cooperation. So this international, international cooperation is more like promoting the country? Um, what, they, what they do is, um, they, they have basic two, three basic um, areas of work. Um, one is uh, training. Okay. They, um, they offer uh, training to... Uh, Staff um, to, to government staff usually from from each country. So, for example, if if I um if I work at the um, at the Chamber of Commerce in my country, the Ministry of Commerce, something like that, and I want some of my uh, staff to learn about quality control, I can go there and, and ask them, "Do you have any courses about quality control?" Um, and usually um, they do. So um, uh, we, uh, when I used to, when I used to work there, I, I would go to each ministry and, and tell them, okay, these are the courses we have for next year. 
if you're interested, let us know and we'll do the paperwork. Um, and usually, they, they're usually short courses, maybe one month, one to three months. And to come max. here, probably. They, they come here. Last year, right? Was the last one, the things of some group from Costa Rica came here. Okay. To see the agricultural. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I used to, um, I mean, that, that was my job uh, a few years ago, yeah. Um, and the, the other thing they do is they, they handle what, uh, loans. And the other area is they send Japanese, they call them volunteers, they're not because they get a salary. They send Japanese uh, volunteers to these countries to help them. Areas, yeah. Um, and while I was there doing that, I would get lots of requests from uh, not only from people in the government but from private companies telling me, "Oh, we work uh, with the Japanese. Uh, we have this this thing, this business we're interested in. Uh, how how can we? Uh, where should we? Yeah, where should we go to to, to do this? Right." And I, I I had to learn what things are. It was not part of my job, but I I, I had to learn some of the paperwork things they pick up. Yeah, what's possible. So that's what gave me now the background to be able to survive companies in let's say feasibility or a realistic expectation. Right. So it's interesting because it's not only. The translation, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. No? It's also a cultural, uh, I'd say, a cultural teaching or indication or guidance. Mm -hmm. But besides that, a business consultancy. Because right. there might be things mm -hmm. that might not be as expected. No? As well. Yeah. Um, one one uh, thing about doing business here is you really need to be prepared to. Um, Play the uh, waiting game. Oh, here is, um, you know, the, the um, in the U.S. for example, you uh, if you have a good product, somebody will find you and they will tell you. Yeah, but here you can have the best product in the world, and but they will look is they will look at your face. And they'll tell you, who are you? Okay. They, they, they don't care about the product. The product can be, probably is the last part. They want to, uh, they want to get to know you first. So, if you are a business person living overseas, and you want to do business here, um, you, you need someone here who can, you know, um, yeah, yeah, keep talking with, the, the company you want to do business with, um, keep them updated, things like that. Um, otherwise, they, they just they, they think you're not committed. What kind of gifts do you send? What, what, what kind of gifts? Do you send? What kind of what gifts? You want to? Um, what do you send? You know, here is it's very common to to uh, to bring some snacks or things like that. Right. Every time you visit an office, omiyage. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, like local omiyage, or should you bring the things from what you're promoting? Um, can be anything. Okay. Of course, if you're trying to sell a product here, that's 
uh, food related, then it's a good thing to. You're basically saying give them something they can right. eat or drink. Right. Consume. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, even if if you're not selling anything like that, uh, it can be something from your country. Okay. Yeah. So I brought this, and please. Um, and you do that every time you you go you visit the Japanese school. Every time. Um well, different, right? <laughs> uh, different flavor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There's this there's this um constant, you know, feed, you know, feedback. The uh they they will tell you uh we was satisfactory. We, we, like, <laughs> we, we liked it. Okay. If they didn't like it, they, maybe they won't tell you anything, but if they like what you brought. I mentioned before, we like the dark chocolate more. Ah, good to know. Yeah, they, they will give you small hints. Okay. Um, you need to, to really be good at okay. 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 okay, they like that. So, okay. I, I will bring more. Next. You know, I will tell you a funny story. Like, uh, you know, Mexico likes chili a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So, how about chili candies? Mm -hmm. Really like spicy candy. Yes, it's a candy. So, let's say it's a candy made of. Watermelon powder, like that. Like having a peanut candy with chili surrounding <laughs> it. So it's took a lot of everything. And it was funny to find out that after I give them, it's not you like it yet. But when I asked, it wasn't there. The they trash. Like, <laughs> 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 you also need to read, right? Because, yeah. Do um, you think it's worth for, for us? Might be a treasure, right? Mm -hmm. But it's different. Um, <laughs> nobody here will tell you something uh, rude. They will always smile. It was great. You need to, to, um, to be prepared to take that as what it is. It's, it's, it's their culture. Yeah. They're not trying to be mean. They will just think, oh, I didn't like it. Yeah. That, that's it. It's funny yeah. how that not wanting to seem rude could also be misconstrued culturally because I think, I think there's many people who probably even see that as a rudeness. Dishonesty or or, or or might might have their wrong I would say their wrong idea because they say oh they seem they like it so yeah. probably they think it's going uh -huh. a good way yeah you keep it exactly. exactly. and you keep finding it keep finding it in the trash exactly that's good you know like I think that's very valuable to have somebody that could interpret that. interpret that mm -hmm. yeah and and otherwise no also from the Japanese company. Because there might be more. things that you feel, that the customer might feel right. like very rude. Right. So you can sort of, you know, normally these type of things might be too right. much. Or like maybe even the question of did you like it might be already offending to them because it might already be too confronting. Right. Because yeah, you're forcing them to give an answer that will either make you disappointed or have them lie to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is where you come in, right? This is you. You try to not just be the language side of it, you want to be the cultural side of it. So right. To understand. You want to avoid yeah. miscommunication from those. And um, not only for the, uh, the non-Japanese customer, but I, I also try to explain to the Japanese side the, the, the different... The foreigners. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did they uh, do this? Uh, well, it's because in Mexico or in Latin America... Why did he kiss me on the mouth? No, well, for example, normally, I mean, not in business, but probably if the, if the business meeting goes well, 
And I learned to deal with friends. They always kissing me in the face. So. I know, yeah, but but the point happens. is, but it's on it's on friends, right? Friends side. Mm-hmm. But in business, it's not that common unless the business meeting was really really good. Mm-hmm. Then probably might be, for example, especially boys and girls, they just say hi, give some on the street. But um, so this might be super misinterpreted. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 basics of of, of uh, doing business with with. People from other countries, right? Um, I don't. I don't have. I, you know, I, I'm honest. I don't have a a background in, in international business management or anything like that. But um, I, the experience I have is, is you know, yeah. Uh, before you're going to meet anybody, you do your research. What things they like? Um, do they uh, like handshakes? Do I have to bow? How deep do I have to? Yeah, right, things like that, right? Um, so, you know, do, doing your your basic research is you know, it's one of the first things you you have to do if you want to to be uh, successful in, in whatever business you're trying to do here. The 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 cultural side it takes I think that's the part that takes longer. Mm-hmm. Because it's trial and error. Yes. You you will uh, make some people angry in the process. I yeah, you can't make everyone happy. Right. So, so to me it seems like you know, it's also playing a little bit that, 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 that kind of so there's two options, right? Either so you do your research and you know what this person likes. And then you can say, Yeah, either I'm gonna do the Japanese approach, I'm gonna bow, I'm gonna bow deep, I'm gonna give my Meishi perfectly. But then you're taking the role or identity of the Japanese person. Now, the experience I've had in Japan is that you can never be Japanese. Mm-hmm. The moment you try to be Japanese, they hold you to the Japanese standard. Mm-hmm. And you can never fulfill that expectation. So already from the bat, of the bat, you're, you're never going to fit into that whole region. Right. On the other side, you can meet a foreigner who does a handshake anyway and gives his foreigner charm. But the question is, do they really want to do business with you? Because then they might want to talk to you as kind of the interesting person who thinks a bit differently, but will they really want to continue long-term relations with you? And how do you walk that fine line? Because you cannot be Japanese unless you have a Japanese partner. Mm-hmm. And you cannot be the foreigner to the extent where you're kissing them on the cheek every time you see them. How do you, do you decide from the beginning, I'm going to be as Japanese as I can be, or I'm going to be me, myself, they better love me and risk everything on your charm. What do you think is the approach? Um, I think you can be both. Um, you can keep your guiding charm. Um, but uh, the, the business side of, of the relation here has to be uh, very uh, steady. They, they need to feel traditional. You, they need to feel you, you're Secure. committed. Um, co- when I say committed, I mean um, you have to show interest in, in being here for five years, ten years. How do you do that? Um, you show your wife. Well, if you have one. If you don't, then you, hire, you can hire family. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, but you just hire one in the meeting. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be like. Uh, <laughs> we met five minutes ago. We're very happily married now, as long as this contract lasts. I, I, I've seen things like that happening, actually. <laughs> oh, you 
Don't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, you'll be surprised. One week, maybe yeah. the next. But, but for example, I understand when you have a meeting and you hire somebody to be like your wife, but I don't understand like people hire people. So we're actually talking about hiring people. No, no, but yeah. because I, I saw, I think, a, a program of, it's kind of Fice exposing that, but they hire, for example, like somebody to, I think yeah, yeah. to, like to hire around. people as your grandpa. <laughs> okay. Or as your uncle. As your sister, you like, why stick to that issue? If you, all the issues. All the issues. No, okay. Well, I, I, let, how do you show commitment? How do you show long term? Let, let me tell you something here. Um, a few years ago, I was trying to do business with the uh, with a hotel here, here in Fukuoka. No, no, not only with a hotel. I was, I was um, trying to to uh, to uh, go to different. Uh, restaurants and hotels and tell them I can train your staff to speak English or no um, I can teach them how to approach uh, tourists non-Japanese yeah. tourists the jargon in your right audience in your so I thought okay I can I can train people that work at the restaurant I can train the people that work at the uh, you know, reception and all that and the first Three, four places I went, they would just ignore me. And I, you know, I will go suit and tie. And we can speak to management or I, reception? I will, or uh, usually, I, the, um, what you do usually is you, you make a phone call, or if, I mean, you can go there and you can um, ask. I, I would like to talk with the person in charge of human resources, whatever. And uh, if they have time now, okay. If not, then please let me know. Let me know. Yeah. So, so then you end up speaking to the person who has that right power. Mm-hmm. Or and okay, um, it will be the, the first hour. They will be asking me why I'm here, and how long have I been welcome, things like that. And the the next thirty minutes will be me. Trying, <clears throat> trying to sell my product. Yeah. And that approach didn't work. And uh, <clears throat> it didn't work because because of my face, right? Because I'm, I'm not face. Japanese. Okay? So but you're fluent, right? You, you mean you're, you're fluent? Yeah. So, um, Fukuoka uh, is a very uh, traditional uh, place for doing business yes, here in general. Very conservative. In, in, um, well, one thing I, I tell uh, some of the, the people that ask about how to do business here is um, you need to find some something you can relate uh, mm-hmm. with the person you're talking. It can be anything. It can be Baseball. your... Yeah, it can be, but usually it can be your age. Right? And so they always ask... Well, it can be your blood it. type. Things like that, right? At least for my dog. So they, they will ask you. Do your research. If they're O, find out. Be O for that thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so very small things like that. Yeah. Things that make you connect with the person. If if you, okay, I want to talk with the manager. And when the manager comes, he is 20 years older than you. There's a problem there. Because... Right? It would be very difficult to connect with that person. 
So you need to be very, you know, non-confrontational and you have to be ready to answer to any of these questions because they're usually um, like that. I mean, they're not afraid of asking even things that would be rude. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, how much money do you make here? Must be sad if, I mean, how would they feel if you didn't like Trump? <laughs> They're 20 years older, but. Yeah, so you, you're here. You're here trying to, to do business. Why? You, are you, you don't have money. Things, have, things like that, right? Um, you have to be very smart of how to, how to you know, yeah, play, the game. play the game and yeah. give uh -huh. an answer that gives you more game. Right. Right. Okay. You want to score points with every question. Really, you know? So, okay, but I, I'll tell you what I did. Um, I hired a Japanese person to uh, come with me and he will uh, ask. So it's a guy? It's a guy, yeah. A guy older than me. Okay. You chose that. Yeah. Conscious, right? You decide that I'm a guy who's older than you. Mm -hmm. Anything else that would like specifically? Um, well, a person who who um, who who's good at talking, right? Because yeah. you know, many Japanese are, are usually very shy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, a person who's not afraid of going out and extra food. And uh, I will go with this person and. He will do all the talk. I'll just be smiling. The face. The yeah. extra face. And then at some point, uh, this guy will, will say, ah, well, actually, he speaks very good Japanese. And, and then, will and then I will just go, go in and. Specifically and, for the questions that you want to answer, not the ones that. Exactly. That this, you wanted to I, avoid in the first place. Right. And um, that. Um, I, I hired him for two months, okay. and I got like five customers. So yeah. you went to four places, all turned you down. And you, I mean, they didn't turn you down, they just didn't even want to listen to you in right. the first place. And then you thought, okay, I need to have a different representation. And that's where you put it in right. the Japanese face. Mm -hmm. What's the reason you chose a guy? Um, again, uh, Fukuoka is, is very traditional. Mm -hmm. If I go with a with a woman, uh, and the person in charge is a guy, he, he's not going to take her seriously. What if it were a woman? The manager is that very common? It's not very common. But it happens. But it's yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, I uh, one of, of my customers, the, the manager is a, is a woman actually. Is uh, she's the daughter of the founder of the hotel? Oh, that happens a lot here. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of family-run business. Right. So, for example, there it will work better if you if there's a, also a woman. So if it, if um if if the if if the manager is a woman, it's a lot easier because they don't ask the stupid questions older uh, Japanese men ask. They're more competent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, probably yeah, they're, they're more related. No, it's, it's easier. Like for example, probably as guys, it's, it might be interesting baseball or how is it golf, something like that. Probably like, so the talk is a little bit more. And they they, they go straight. They, no, not necessarily, but interest. The interests are more right and fun. And in line, I think. Do you feel like you can connect more with women in Japan? No, no, no. So for example, 
wing manager, we got to represent. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how would it be if, if you, because you mentioned now that they don't ask you silly questions, so how would it be if you don't have that Japanese representative where you have a, a female manager? Is it a It's a lot easier. Okay, so you feel like a better chance. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, um, I see the fact that the, 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 the conversation flows way easier. Yeah. Because, again, they, they don't ask uh, stupid questions. Yeah. Um, Did you try to see the benefit of the, benefit of the business? Yeah. 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 That's, is it maybe a thing that they don't have this kind of big measuring competition with you, in a way? Maybe. You know, ego competition? Right. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just wonder yeah. like, is that maybe one of the reasons? Because I think ego has always played a big role in business and it's usually not to the benefit of any business. But it's always a part of the talks. No, you're right. Like, like for example, I have I have received more questions of salary from men than women. No, it's not that they're not interested. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but then, it's not that they're not interested to know, right? But they don't want to ask you. I don't think they feel like competition. In the first place. Yeah. How can we help each other? Is more the question than like who is better, and then let's see. Or if this person worked my business, for example, right? In terms of love. If he's on the level of my um, a lot of those questions also have to do with trying to to tell how how long are you planning to be here? Okay. Oh, a lot of, of well, most Japanese uh, people think uh, we foreigners are here only for a more while than just yeah go. Which is mostly the case, but I think that is mostly the situation. We also are stereotypically teachers who are here for two or three years, yeah. and then yeah. So yeah. So Carlos, I'm I'm very interested. So okay, this is now what you're doing, and I could understand that you are here in Japan because even before being in Japan, you already have a connection with Japan, right? That you was working on this uh, cooperation. Uh, how does Carlos start going to this direction? How, how you always like the translation, you always like about a, a different languages. How does this grow in you? Um, I started working for them before before starting working for them. I I, I was working at the um, at the International Airport Costa Rica. Okay, um, and. I I could speak Japanese already. I I started learning Japanese when I was nineteen, right after I finished uh, high school. And Why? So I I wanted to learn some other language other than English and Spanish because I was bilingual already, and I was thinking about learning Russian, but there were no places for learning Russian in Costa Rica. Or in uh, Miami because I got used to, to go back and forth. Um, Did your family in Miami? Yeah. And uh, this friend came to me and told me, I don't know about Russian, but I know a place where you can learn Japanese, <laughs> which is totally unrelated, <laughs> right? Uh, but I thought, okay, well, actually, you know, I like video games. Japan, yeah, I always said. Video games in Japan. It's, um, I, um, I like. Mostly uh, <laughs> retro games. You yeah. grew up with the Japanese system. 
you know, doing this language exchange. He will ask me a lot of questions about Spanish. I will ask him a lot of questions about Japanese. Cultural questions? Language questions? Yeah, but mostly language. Okay. Um, and one day he told me, I need to translate this for my university because he was, yeah. can you help me? Into Spanish. Yeah. And I, I thought, okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I, that was my first translation, oh, so to speak. And I, um, I enjoyed it. And then I, I thought, well, I, I, you know, I can do this. Yeah. And, um, after that, I, I started getting other offers from different places in Costa Rica, um, which is weird enough. Yeah, why Japanese, right? Um, thing is, there's a new, new one back. Um, I, I'm, I'm back in Costa Rica. Yeah. Okay. It was a visit. It was just a, your trip to Osaka was just like a homestay. It was like a homestay, yeah. Okay. And then you were back in Costa Rica. You already did a translation for a Japanese person. So right. how did this translate into word of mouth into Costa Rica? Okay, so I, I went to Costa Rica and, well, Costa Rica is a very small country. There's only, at that time, there was only one place besides the, uh, National University, where you could actually learn Japanese, and uh, there's only one official translator yeah, like, registered in the country, which is which I know is a very good friend of mine. But um, so I, um, I when after I came back, uh, most people were, oh, your Japanese must be perfect, man. Or just your Japanese must be very good. Actually, it was pretty good. Was it basically like your mother in a supermarket telling everybody like my son? No, no, no. It was it was the people from the school. I was good. I used to um oh, um the Japanese teachers, yeah. Um, and they they will whenever they had somebody going there to ask for uh, translations or stuff like that, they would call me. And that's how I started learning the ropes of translation. Um, so you've been self-taught from the beginning, basically. Yeah. So all your experience, all your, well, everything you would teach or say, it's, it's not from an academic background, so a real proven experience-based um, background. Okay. Um, what I wanted to learn in university was biology, actually. Okay. Okay. But since I could not go to learn that, study that, that I, I um, when I had the money to, to, to go to university, I thought, okay, what do I want to learn? Now? And I checked the uh, different careers in Costa Rica, and one university had this, uh, this course, of, it's called um, English Teaching and Translation. So I thought, okay. Well, I can become an English teacher and a translator. I mean, they, they teach you all the techniques. That, right? So I went to that university and my degrees in English teaching and translation. So I started doing it without much technical knowledge, but now I, I actually have both. It's interesting because, for example, what you learn, you already have the, the knowledge in Japanese, right? But now that you have the the academic background of English, you already know how to offer Japanese also the same way as English. Right. 
and, and it's 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 good because uh, you you can get information in, in English and Spanish. I I uh, I have a I think I have a small edge there that differentiates me from other. So so you then so you go back to to Costa Rica, finish your college, mm -hmm. and then how long time you still you were staying in Costa Rica and fly back to Japan? Um, well, I after I, I I I was going to college and I was working at the airport and, and while you were in college. Well, yeah, I was. And while I was working there, I met this Japanese guy at the airport, and he told me, oh, your Japanese is very good. Ah, well, thank you. Um, do you have a business card? Yeah, I'm sure. So we exchanged business cards, and I okay, oh, okay. this guy works for the company. Okay. So next time you come to the airport, I, I, I can help you. And three days later, I got a phone call from the secretary. Uh, he would like, he, he told me, uh, your Japanese is very good and he would like you to work for us. So can you come to the office? Okay. I just, hey, I went to the office. How I was not prepared. For us, how long was this meeting that, that led to you, to him saying you're very good Japanese and because he's already offering you basically a job after one full call. Uh, he, he was offering me a job after just basically meeting him, talking to him, <laughs> checking coffee. Yeah, and so how long can you, can you guide me through that little conversation as far as you remember? Um, you said I, was, I was just checking him in, Yeah. right? So, uh, where are you flying today? And uh, You're approaching in Japanese? Could you, could you tell me what's Japanese? Yeah. Okay, so it started already in Japanese. Yes. Okay. Um, so I I well I, I started talking with him and asking him where he was flying and all that. And I was I had been doing that for a long time because a lot of Japanese uh, tourists come and I already knew the exact words for so my, my Japanese at that moment was, that was, was perfect. It's it's who taught you the right words? I, I had um I had a girlfriend who used to work for Japan Airlines okay. and she gave me all the manuals. Really? So, oh, so you knew the approach is uh, Yeah. So I, oh, the, 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 the the boarding announcements and all that, I will just change the name of the airline and change small parts. Um so um he was very impressed. And I went to, to his office and he uh, told me thank you for the other day. And he, uh, he told me, um, can you read Japanese? And I, and I said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a translate. So can you read this? And he gave me facts. And, um, I, w I was not, um, familiarized with, with, with no, no. With the with the Japanese they use in, in government or oh, official official language, right? Um, so what I did is I, I could read, but I could not understand most of it. Mm -hmm. So I, I just started reading. And then I, I read it. Okay. When do you want to start? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, okay. Well, um, I have to you know I have to quit my my job first. And, 
Um, this is while you were studying at the university. I was uh, I was still studying at the university. So was it part of that? Um, it's a private university, so you can do your own hours. Right. Um, and the the um, so the interesting thing here is I well, I quit the, the job at the airport and I started working for them and immediately they, they will come to me thinking okay so your Japanese is perfect all the staff is Japanese so good luck, good luck. <laughs> is there a big Japanese community oh no it's actually pretty small yeah um, how much staff do they have on this job they have five people maybe how was it Only, only one person can speak Spanish. Okay. So yeah, you were really thrown into the deep, deep, deep waters of the start. Right. So I, I didn't have any experience working at a Japanese work environment, and man, that was tough. Um, everything from you know, uh, I even was, though it was in Costa Rica, the style was very much. Japanese it was style. a small Japanese well, universe. Yeah. Syrian, like, yeah. And. They, um, I had some of them. They usually they they rotate. They they, they change their staff every two three years. Send them back to so, so they, they will always be. Uh, and but many times they they just didn't like my that my Japanese was so good because I could understand all the all the talk, all, all everything they, they, the plans they had. They knew I was uh, I was understanding the conversation and what was going on. Always as a foreigner. But the thing, is, the, the thing is, they are, they are the foreigners because we were in Costa Rica. But then again, you were in Japanese soil at this point. <laughs> and, and, and Japanese company, Japanese soil. I learned a lot of, of things there, how to, how to deal with, 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 um, with uh, harassment. Oh, power harassment. Oh, yeah. Sexual harassment. No, no, no. Power. Maybe it's what they call what they call No, no, no. Um, I would have, um, there was this guy, he will delete my emails. Important. Yeah. So I will go for lunch, yeah. and after I came back, where are my emails? Okay. Right. And stuff like that. Um, it's very, it, it sounds like uh, what a um, junior high school yeah. will do, right? But that's the way they, they it's, it's non-confrontational, right? They okay. won't tell you, hey, will you, they will do something behind your back and then just enjoy saying your, your face. What would happen in the, what would happen in the Costa Rican company? So, that was like, fight. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but it was like very specific, right? probably somebody. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's not that everybody knows, like, yeah, you, you, somebody. I, I um, get the message immediately, or did it? Or was it like what? At, at first, I, I was I didn't know what was going on, right? Yeah. I, I was just <laughs> yeah. The, the computer broke. There's this it's a virus. What, what's going on? And you go tell your boss, and he's like, "Posa, yeah, yeah, something, something like that." I mean, he, my 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 boss told me something that I think every boss tells his. Uh, his staff here is. Deal with it. Yeah. 
by the sea. Yeah. Um, and uh, which I did. But it's so wild. If the business, how can a manager of a company say this? You know, you're having official documentation. You have something believing in it, and you can just be there and say like, "That's the way we do things." Well, he didn't say that. He said like, "Handle." No, yeah. no, no. He said, "Come on," and I'm, like that just means like. Deal, deal, yeah, deal with, with it, you know, no. like, like suffer it. It means like suffer it, hold it, oh. clench your teeth. Don't do anything about it, just hold that emotion. He told me um, this guy was leaving the country in one year, so he told me after that, it will be okay. <laughs> ah, okay, now, okay. We'll just not so I, I, for a year. I will just have to double password my computer and, you know. Uh, but at the end, you became a good friend of this guy. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I still, I, still, I, I still hate his guts. <laughs> um, so, so, so you stay in the company because you start working in this company when you were twenty-one ish, mm -hmm. twenty and twenty-one years old, and, and you stayed there until I till I was twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So you mentioned you knew that they they cycle people three years, five years. So you had you started dealing. How did you deal with the point where you started becoming senpai? Because you were at the beginning, you were the kohai, right? Mm -hmm. You were the underling, right? Mm -hmm. Just the, how did uh, how did it feel once you were the, um, the, the higher? Oh. The, okay, I I I um I was not old enough because um, I was still in my twenties, and a lot of the staff was in thirties and forties, so I was always still always on the bottom. Yeah, and a. a, a a foreigner who is not a foreigner, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the, the non-Japanese in the, in the room. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what we were talking of, of um, they, uh, these, they tell you, yeah, yeah, it's okay, yeah, no problem. And then you can hear their, and it, was not okay. it was not okay, but they yeah. won't teach you. So I, I learned the, the, the hard way. How to 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 deal with those situations, and you know I, this is something I I, I Did you really have one payback moment though for that's called something. So <laughs> I believe <laughs> all your family. <laughs> I believe your family. You believe my man. I believe your family. You're flighting. Did a connection at the airport. There are so uh, right around a lot of stories that yeah. are just ridiculous. Uh, well, one of them. Um, He he fell for one of these uh, Nigerian scams. Oh, as stupid as it sounds, I I I I just I knew he was uh, one of them was checking my emails. So one day after lunch, he was out, outside of the office and his computer was on. So I just saw the, the screen and I saw one of these emails. The, 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 the Nigerian scams, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, he had replied to to that email, so I just checked, and he was sending him money. He right? said, "I'm going to become no, no, no. and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, okay, I, I um, the, the next day I was telling the the uh, the Costa Rican, the other Costa Rican staff. They, they work at a different office. So we're at the same place, but different room. And I told him, um, do you know what? Do you know that this person is sending money to these Nigerians? 
And I started laughing, and what? But one of them was like very serious. He's like, is that a bad thing? Yeah, I'd send money to the Nigerian prince. And the prince. Right? <laughs> so I, I, I told him, what, what happens? No, um, I, um, I actually I gave him money for that too. And I, I was like, oh, oh, okay. So how, how did that conversation end? Oh no, it was you know I, I told her oh, try to get your money back. I'm not going to tell him because I, uh, okay, you know, because let, I need my nails. <laughs> let him lose all his money. <laughs> so in that sense, I kind of had a, a little bit of payback. Yeah, something indicated. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so after after a while working there, one of the uh, one of my bo- uh, bosses there, he told me, um, "How come you have never worked in Japan?" Uh, I mean, your Japanese is good enough. Why? Why you, you never thought of of living in Japan? And I, I said, "Well, I, I I never even thought of learning Japanese, right?" Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I think I I like the, the job I have here. Um, and he told me, uh, "I can uh, get you a job in Japan if you want," which sounded. Very good. Why did why incentive did he have taking you out of the company Uh maybe he was I don't know, maybe he thought I was not feeling comfortable there because of his staff. Or also another thing is like he saw very good potential in you, you know? Yeah. He I you know, I, I uh, he lives here in Fukuoka actually, so we meet every in a while, and, and uh, I always tell him, you know, thank you for trusting me, uh, trusting in me, and, and offering me work. He 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 had a friend who had um, a translation uh, agency here. Oh, okay. So his I, friend might have also asked him, do you know anybody? From he thought yeah. about you. He mm-hmm. like, so you fly from Costa Rica directly to Fukuoka. Yeah. Oh, nice. So that was okay. So that was. Eight, after eight years of being working right then, oh, mm. it wasn't direct life from Costa Rica. I don't know. It was U.S. U.S. Yeah. So in those eight years, I met a lot of different Japanese um, people from many different areas. Everything from business people to uh, government staff, cultural staff in Japan. In, in Japan and in Costa Rica, because after from the moment I started working, well, before that, when I was from the moment I started working at the airport, and the moment I I set up, I came to Fukuoka, I came eight times oh. to Japan, eight more times. Oh, but not necessarily to Fukuoka, to, to, to different to, places, to, yeah. to, for business or for business right. and for just you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm trying to to say here is. I I still I have my contacts from that time. Uh, I um, and I, I learned the, the hard way um, how to deal with many of these things that that Japanese don't want to tell you about how to I mean, the, the, the Japanese workplace and the way Japanese do business. Eight year crash course. Oh yeah. Have your emails. <laughs> Now, so you have been in Japan already thirteen years. Thirteen years, okay. Wow, no, I'm for this. But that, that's interesting because you really have, and so far since you arrived in Japan, you've been doing 
the translation mm -hmm. work, right? Yeah. Formally. And from there continue with business, with consultancy, with This is something I, I have been thinking about starting uh maybe three, four years ago. I um I have my, my own lane school already. And for Japanese people learning Spanish it's or a, for foreigners. It's um Japanese. I what what I call it is a um one stop place for any language needs. If you need a translation, if you need some some interpretation or if you need um to learn the language. We'll put the details later as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I have people asking me. I want to. I need to learn Russian. Do you know anybody? Yeah, I do. Okay. I I I, I need to, now to learn. I need, <laughs> now we know somebody who can teach yeah. Russian. <laughs> Twenty years in the game. Yeah. I I need to learn Thai. Okay. I know somebody who can teach you Thai, Korean, Chinese. I I, I already have all all the networks set up. So Russian. Um, so consulting is something you you wanted to take that consultancy to the next level. For a while. Right. But then again, um, if it's only me doing it here in Japan, it won't be as effective you need to get that Japanese face, right? as having a Japanese face. And so the key component was finding the right person to, to write. Okay. Now, for example, well, I'm probably kind of aligning to this. So, how do you see what is the things you would like to do, or what advantage would you like to take? To uh, one thing is, uh, there will be more people coming to Japan. That's a fact. Uh, the you population is declining. I think so. Um, I just read uh, today that Fukuoka City opened uh, two business offices in New York and Los Angeles, for example. Okay. So, so they're very actively trying to bring uh, people here. But that again, that won't work. If they come to a, a very traditional American society, mm -hmm. so that's where I think I, I can, you know, go, go in and, and help um, these people. Actually, uh, so the local government or the local promotion uh, team, right, and also the people coming, right. Um, but this is then for consulting. Right. So you found this. You found this key player in, in your your vision. You have the Japanese contact now. Mm -hmm. You have the Japanese connection. Mm -hmm. So now moving forward, you want to focus more on consulting for foreigners coming into Japan itself. Uh, yeah. And well, I I, I I can keep it keep it uh, linked to what I been yeah. doing all this time, which is language. But that will usually right. come into the consulting as well. Automatic shift, right? Sure. right? Okay, so you're now focusing more so on as business mm -hmm. people interested in doing business in Japan, right. and of course also university, right? So it's it's you know it's teaching the, the cultural side, teaching both parties. You need to be patient. You need to be more aggressive or things like that, and all, yeah. all those things. Not only how to do the paperwork, 
something like that, but how to, how to, if, if I'm getting money to, to, uh, to show a good business person to this company, I want them to become friends. Because again, as we said in the beginning, yeah. they, they won't look at your product. They will look at your face first. They want to know who you are. This is so, this puts yourself in a risky position because you're putting you're risking your own established mm-hmm. reputation. Right. So what are your requirements for any business that you might take on? Will you start also asking them how, how long are they committed for? Again, uh, are they uh, married? Do they have a, a family that they rented? Or uh, they actually things, have one? Things like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, because yeah, kids start offering that kind of. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, so, so what are the requirements for a business approaching you? Because you no. need to, you cannot just risk your reputation and your hard-earned connections mm-hmm. um, on a whim. I assume, right? It's a, and you're you're totally right there. It's it's, it's a very uh, risky, you know, uh, thing to do. I I just I'm I'm. Have to be very careful of uh, when I introduce somebody to a, a, a Japanese business person. This person is trusting me yeah. to um, to tell him if there's something wrong with this part. Yeah, if he's legit, right? right? So do you do first? Do you first prep this person, and I will. Yeah, I, I I will need to to do my research, right? Yeah. Get to know this person. Um, or this company, and so so. What is like something very low, low entrance level? Because I assume like when somebody wants to come to Japan to start a business, what is maybe the simplest thing where you risk the least, but that already shows you kind of maybe a sense of commitment. For example, renting an office space is that like what? Where do you really see it lower the beginning level? Where does it start in your opinion? For somebody trying to start a business yeah, here to come into Fukuoka, let's say. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to start a company, I mean, if you if you have no visa, for example, you yeah. you can apply for a visa if you have the business managers investors, right. right? So you need some office space, you need um, some paperwork, you need to go to. Um, yeah, I mean, for anybody listening right now, maybe you can quickly already answer that question. What would be, what is required? I don't have a visa. I want to come to Japan to do my business. What is the requirement okay. for me? Um, you need um, at least 5 million yen in the bank to invest. To invest. You need a, a business plan. Uh, you need a sales projection to one, one or two years. It doesn't have to, you know, if you didn't make it in the first and even the second year, it's okay. But you need to, to have a plan. Yeah. What do you expect about it? Right. Have an office, if possible, hire somebody, like a secretary or something like that. Yes, this, this uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's, uh, those are the two options that have either two full time employees or have the five million in investment. Am I correct with that? Mm. You need to, yeah. but if you have two, it's, it's it costs you more than five million. Right. But that, yeah. it helps. Some people with, think you need both. Some people think you need two employees. So including yourself, mm-hmm. you actually need to give yourself um, a minimum of two to twenty thousand, two hundred thousand Japanese yen per month, mm-hmm. 
some people think you need two people and five million, but it's actually seven, right? It's one or the other. Okay, just to put that out there. That makes sense, though, because this this money is considered as capital. Like, yeah, investment capital. So, and that, that's what you're going to be using at least for the first year. And you need that. Let's be realistic. Any business will require that amount of money. Yeah, you can just come to empty pockets. Because yeah. 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 you need yeah. patience, you said, right? Right. So, so already this is one of your requirements, I suppose. Somebody needs to be able to say, I do have this money to invest. Mm -hmm. I do have this money available. If, if, um, yeah, and the person needs to, to you know, uh, be ready to, to do some paperwork. Which um, you got, you got which, it. Uh, which I, I definitely can guide for the process. Um, and we, we, we would like to, to um, while we're doing that, getting to, to know more about the, the business, yeah. um, to see how we can put that here. Yeah. So right. even, even going a step backwards, we do, because you said you need a business plan. How do you build this business plan if you have no realistic expectation of the market? Is this where you also come into it? Yeah. Do you help with the business plan and so on? As I told with the with these people who are trying to sell shrimp, right? right? I, I, I can tell them, well, well it's not going to work. They're telling me, we, uh, we can pay you. And I tell them, well, you can pay me, but I don't think you have the capacity or it's do not. You, do, you not do, you, do, you, do you refer them to a lawyer maybe before you say it's impossible? Or? I don't know. Um, I, I told them, um, I, actually, I told them, go to the uh, Jetro office. Yeah, and ask them the but we can get to there, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and ask, yeah. Okay, well but um ask them about the requirements mm -hmm. first because you know it's how much weight the, the food, the, the chemicals you use, all those yeah. things. Um so in fact you did not say it's impossible. You said it's gonna be difficult. Right. Check with general first right. before we continue. Right. So that is very responsible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing, sorry, but the last thing you want to do is you go to consultant, you give them my advice, and just tell you, nope. And then, well, you pay consultant to, to help you find out how, how you can do it. Right. right. So, and after that, once you have that, I can start here looking for somebody who wants to buy your shrimp. Yeah. Um, once everything is in order. Right. Because that's the other, the other thing, right? Um, I see people trying to to export things here yeah. and they they don't hear to to anybody they just export whatever they they have the, the container here and nobody to, uh, to buy the, the, the product uh, so I mean, it's a product that it's uh perishable oh, oh, yeah. if, uh, if there's an expired date for sure. I, I i know somebody actually who, who Tells people in Latin America, we can help you do business here. I'm just going to say this person. Uh, huh. <laughs> uh, he offers that, and he tells them, "Okay, this is the paperwork you need." So they do it, but uh, this person doesn't have any uh, contacts here, any Japanese contacts here. Yeah. So again, they they bring everything here. It's a false promise, right? Yeah, and. Uh, okay, what do we do with with, uh, with this? 
Um, I, I, I'm gonna just say a little bit of. So it was uh, meat. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh, we can yeah. just we can just cut it and sell it. You know, slice it. And, no, you can't do that. This is once it came into the country, so it already has quarantine and has all the. So the, the company that actually actually did manage to export it legally and import it, export it from out of America into Japan, imported it into Japan. Yeah, that's so it was already it was already released. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, yes, they 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 hired the um, one of these customs agencies here, and once they had it here, it was like okay, and now how we we're gonna sell it to oh my god to who? <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's uh, open a container, put yeah. aside. Yeah. So, well, that would be the wisest thing once that you already have it here. If you have it here, you have it here right? But again, you, but yeah, you need if if you're going to sell meat, you need refrigerated storage. You, oh yeah, and you need a license for cutting the meat. You need all those things. And all, they, 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 they didn't know they prepared for it. Yeah. That. So that that's that's the part where where I where I'm telling you. Yeah. you know, if I see it's a product that. Can be brought in. I will tell the person, okay, what's next? And how this will be the channel, the proper channel to the right. right? And or then to... I I can um, look for somebody, a, 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 a person who has a supermarket, for example. Um, but then you would initially bring in samples, you would bring in a whole container. Yeah, exactly. That's how everything works on like prices, samples. Mm-hmm. Well, not even sample because meat would be kind of difficult, but or probably already a plan, right? Or how much you well, buy? Of course, you need you can't supermarket won't buy from. I mean, yeah, but but once you know, like at least to have the pre agreement, yeah, right, yeah, because you cannot bring a package of meat, yeah. So if the meat comes to this time, into this quality, well, to be honest, that's not not really true because there's a little uh, there's a close, there's a really cute uh, kind of wine shop. And they do a lot of imported pieces, and they they uh, manage to import very small amounts, direct from Italy, from Europe, from um, South America. So, but so there is always small. That is amount. not perishable. Yeah, yeah. meat. Yeah. But I mean, meat needs. I mean, even if you freeze meat, yeah, you still cannot freeze it forever. Right? No, no, but exactly. I'm just talking about as a sample. You want to bring it into the country. You're not going to ah, have it okay. in a container. container. You're going to show the, your clients what you're offering. You're gonna take it step by step, and they didn't even do that, they, right? Right. Sorry for the sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> You're a consultant. Here, uh, uh, so, so unlike unlike other snake oil salesmen, you are you are uh, you're here offering a real connection into the Japanese market. That's where you want to go with your business moving forward. That's where you want to go with it. Um, question. With all the knowledge you have now, with eight years of being harassed in a Japanese company, <laughs> with, um, well, I don't know how to discover it otherwise. Um, with all the experience you have so far, say you were to start something new, you you have the capital or the least capital. What would you do differently? What would you do the same? Let's say from considering if you come back, if you go back on time, thirteen years, when you what would you do different? What do you think you would do different? How would you do something in languages in the first place? Um, it's very, it's very. My Google stock. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, everything takes time here. Yeah. 
So um, maybe, you know, I, I would have, if I could do something differently, I would just try to, to make more friends that could help me in the long run. Japanese friends. Japanese friends. Um, one, you know, again, here is, and especially here in Fukuoka, it's, it's all about time. How long have you been here? been here? That's the way you show people you're committed. That's maybe maybe the way they they, they see it is they're they're Japanese. They know the dark side of Japan. And they if a foreigner is here, they they for a long time they see they think this they person know. has seen the dark side and he decided to be he or she decided to be here. What's this dark side of Japan? No, I mean, in terms no, of like, what is it? No, no, I'm just kidding. Well, working for a company, for example, is, is the, the long hours, the having to put up with your boss yeah. who doesn't understand you, really, um, culture, things like that. Um, these weird commitments. If you love the company, you have to work twelve hours straight. Um, things so like it's that. again about shared experience. Mm -hmm. So actually, coming back to this, you they you're assuming because you've been here a while, you can relate them to the fact that you both have had the same struggles. Yeah. So it's again about sharing connection. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of people. Think you know? I I have all the knowledge. And I I'm keeping it for myself, and that's how I'm going to make money. But that's not the way I see it. I yeah. think that the more the more I let people know about my experiences, and the more knowledge I can share, yeah. the more people are going to come. You know, yeah, I think we feel very similar. Yeah, and that's just the reason why we do it. And we appreciate you being so open about it. I think it works definitely in your favor as well because your background and, and um, expertise is practical. But so you said you said what you would do differently. So in the beginning, you would have made more friends. How would you have done that? Um, go, going, trying to socialize. Uh, Into a different level. Different. Uh, well, no. I could speak the language already. Yeah. I could have uh, gone to an izakaya in my neighborhood or some somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of going to a uh, foreign, foreign bar. Right? Okay. Um, one of the things, just going back a little bit, um, when I first came here, and I was in Osaka, I was 20, and the uh, mother of my friend, my, my host mother, one of the first things she told me was, why are you here? And I told her, well, because I, I want to improve my Japanese. Okay, so what you should do is, you should hang out with Japanese. Don't hang out with foreigners. Uh, and, yeah. um, that's true. and it's, I mean, it, it's, it makes sense. It's, it's very, uh, 
we all we all gravitate towards the easiest path and the least energy. The moment you find out somebody speaks, I'm sure you have the same even with Spanish because your English is fluent, you're perfect in English. But it's still easier for you to speak in your mother tongue than Spanish. Yeah. So I assume the moment you're with a Spanish speaker and there's nobody else around, you're probably going to speak Spanish, right? Yeah. So we always kind of gravitate towards the least I mean, and, energy. But that's that's the easy easy exit, right? Because you said like uh, I'm not I'm not alone, but I'm kind of alone in this country. So yeah. let me try to find somebody that is kind of similar to me. But that's that's I think that's very wise from from this lady. So she's actually why right. are you here? Yeah. yeah. And she 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 was very wise because she had been taking these foreign people. For a long time, actually, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. She she had been a, a host mother for a long time. Yeah. She had a lot of experience. She maybe she has she had seen a lot of people coming in, maybe coming and going and not learning the language. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just you know. Or you see both sides. Like one guy, he had a lot of Japanese friends. His Japanese improved, or he worked at a Nissan or something. And the other one had British or like whatever friends from his, uh, he could speak his language with, and a lot of Japanese. So, so that's what you would have done. Yeah, just um, not for the language, for the for the long term connection. For the long term connections, the, the, the more uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty shy, absolutely. So I get getting to know people is not my strong point, so to speak. Right now, well, I, I'm a teacher. I I can teach in front of. In talking front of the love, but when it comes to to making friends, pretty things like that, right? um, it usually it, it takes me a while, and and that's something that happens a lot here in Japan with with the Japanese too, right? Yeah. And similarly, they're quite shy, they're right? Difficult to open up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I um, I would have. Try to to start making more Japanese friends from the beginning. Yeah. That's that's what I would have done differently. The other part is is just letting time pass, and trying to learn as much as you can. Which is I have been trying to do that. But you would still stick with languages you so want to go in the direction that you. Well, I I can you know I I'm learning right now actually because okay. to 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 go into this uh, consultancy. I, I need to learn uh, a lot of different stuff, which yeah. well, I mean, that's what I'm. Yeah, a lot of trying to learn to come right. Play, right? Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, again, Carlos, thank you very much. Um, the idea of these uh, talks of podcast is mostly to share with people from people from the community to to know, for example, what is other people doing. I'm sure that just. I didn't know you before, but just now that I know you, I already have in mind some friends that have come to, to Japan and they have asked me for a translator, I'd say. I have no idea. But this is good because, yes. you know, uh, we appreciate you sharing your experience because I think that's what we want to share experiences through, to just, yeah, knowing, getting to know people. Uh, we don't want to talk to them this time. And for example, now, if somebody needs to, Reach you? Or how can they reach you? Do you know website or it's uh, um, it's better by Facebook or like yeah maybe Facebook is is awesome. yeah are you it's, working on a website for the consulting or I am I am yes I we're preparing that 
Um, By when do you think you would be available for this service? Um, I think starting next year, we should be ready, ready to. Um, what has to What has to go happen before? What are you doing to make um, that happen? Yes. We are um, trying to to um, first to translate the, uh, the the content that's in Japanese. Translated to English and Spanish. We wrote them for 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 the website, and because uh, we want the website to to have uh, practical examples of okay, case, so case studies, something like that. So, Carlo, thank you very much, man. Okay, no, thank you. Thank you. To share. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it.